Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What. I'm Ashley Sleek. It was really hard because I almost said I'm Sorry What Weddings. Like, that podcast has only been alive for a matter of days, and it is already taking over. Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of I'm Sorry What. In case you missed it, last week I launched a new little segment, its own episodes of a new podcast called I'm Sorry What Weddings. Thank you all for so much support on it. I had the best time. If you're new, you know, I have all this wedding experience. I fucking love weddings. And I just needed to take all that energy and advice and put it into something I love, which is podcasting. You know, I've had such a great time doing I'm Sorry What for the past three years. And we're going to make it three more, obviously. But why not add a new baby into the mix? So if you have not listened to it, you can go back. It's on the same podcast um, platform. Super easy to find. I have to give, you know, a quick intro shout out to my um, behind the scenes marketing team, a.k.a. the people that I texted to get and called to get their opinion on I'm sorry what weddings I asked a lot of my friends, but when it came to me um, launching it and figuring out how I wanted to do it, you know, I called in my dad, Eloy and George and Ryan and Julie. So just wanted to give you guys a shout out and to all my friends who are so supportive. And of course, I said this on the other podcast, but got to say it on here, too. Like, thank you to everyone who put me in their weddings. Like, you have no idea what you were launching. Um, I'm really excited because I uh, texted my cousin, Caitlin, who was my very first uh, bride. And I was like, listen, I'm doing this podcast. Will you come on it? So we're finding a time to do uh, her interview, which will be really fun because I'm like, you you started something you had no idea you were starting. Like, you made me a bridesmaid in, I believe, 2014 or 2015. And it it really took over my whole ass personality, you know, and I <laughs> so I'm so grateful to all my friends that loved me enough to to make me a part of their day. And now they are a part of podcast history for me. But it's it's actually a perfect time for me to launch because I'm about to kick off like my wedding season. And surprisingly, I only have three this year. I went to my first bachelorette party last month or was that? Mar- yeah, March, which is last month. It feels like I have lived 100 lives since March. March always just fucking comes for me. We all know this. If you're a loyal listener of the podcast, you know, March is just always such a trauma, but we love how much she grows from it. But anyways, I uh, I had my first bachelorette party when we went to New Orleans. So that wedding's coming up this weekend. I'm gonna talk about that more in a minute. And then May is fucking wild for me. Oh, I'm sorry. So I have a wedding and then I have a bachelorette party. So uh, Gabby and Rich's wedding is next weekend. And then I have Charisma's bachelorette party, which I have been having so much fun with. Unfortunately, you know, uh, we pivoted the plan a bunch of times, but I'm really excited. We've landed on going to Los Angeles and I cannot wait to see besties of the podcast. Eloy and George are going to be partying with us and we're going to have the best time. It's all golf themed. So uh, I've been having so much fun. You can check it out on my TikTok. I've been making custom drink signs, games, and I'm I'm really, really thrilled to uh, just give her like the best fucking time. So you can check all that out at Ashley Sleek and I'm sure I'll talk about it more 
on I'm sorry what weddings but then in May I have a wedding in New Jersey and then my friend Krishma whose bachelor at party is this weekend I have hers at the end of May like back to back as someone who doesn't fucking travel I sure am going to New Jersey and then Mexico back the fuck to back and so we'll see how that goes I'm sure there will be a lot of content for both podcasts (laughs) but uh, yeah I'm super I'm super excited about that it's gonna be really fun I actually have my first like formal wedding. Here's one of my worst qualities when it comes to weddings. One being that I don't typically RCP on time, but I am getting better at that with the exception of this one. But I also am not good at knowing the attires because I know that I've been a guest a bunch of times, but I don't even ever look honest, honest to God. I just show up in what I think is something I should wear to a wedding. And I remember when I went to Bessie the Podcast, Kim, my Como, my OG co-maid of honor. I went to her brother's wedding and I remember showing up and being like, oh, shit. Like, everybody looks really nice. And I was wearing like, I could get away with it. It was a longer summer dress. But I was like, maybe I should address nicer and check the invitation. So I, uh, you know, struggle with that. But I am trying to get better. And the wedding in New Jersey is formal. The only formal wedding that I've been to was Aaron's and it was a black tie. But I was given a dress to wear. Here was my dress handpicked for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, fuck a formal dress. So I guess this is my opportunity to wear one of my old bridesmaids dresses, which I'm considering, which honestly, it will be probably the the dress I wore for Julie's wedding which was also the dress I wore for my sister's first wedding because of COVID. Back that up real fast. But, you know, I'm sure I'll talk about that in I'm Sorry What Weddings when I talk about bridesmaids dresses because that is one of my all-time favorites. But anywho, uh, I also, like, did a big faux pas this week where, you know, you're not supposed to wear the wedding colors to the wedding. And I was all excited about Gabby and Rich's wedding. And I bought myself a couple dresses, even though it wasn't quite in the budget. But this wedding is special. Okay, this is the Gabby is like my sister. I am so excited to go. I want to look my best. Okay, so and honestly, my dresses, I don't know what occasion I have dresses for. I think I strictly have wine tasting outfits, if I'm being honest. None of it is wedding appropriate. And I have been to so many weddings and I'm not understanding how I do not have a closet prepared for such events. But I absolutely do not. So anyways, I bought myself some dresses. I was being a little like I wanted to see if I could shop outside of the plus size section. Okay, so I bought two dresses outside of plus size and then one which was like the smallest plus size size. And you know what? It was not my time. It was a nice effort on my part. They didn't fit horribly. One just gave me a uniboob, which we didn't sign up for today. And then the other one was just like the buttons ended up being a little bit weird. So my other one fit. But I realized I bought three dresses and two of them were green. Her wedding color is green. What the fuck was I doing? What the fuck was I doing? It's as if I forgot all the rules. It's like I went blank. You know what I mean? It's like, What? So anyways, luckily I texted her a picture. She said it's good to go. But I got to be honest with you guys. I am ready to shake my ass. Have you ever just woken up and you are just like, I could shake ass and I can't wait? That's how I feel about this weekend. I am ready to get my ass on the dance floor. Listen, for Jenna's wedding, as we know, one of my favorite episodes of the podcast in history is from hospital to wedding in 48 hours. 
that was Jenna's. I still managed to shake my ass on her dance floor. However, I was not as mobile. This time, knock on wood, I've got a couple days to not fuck this shit up so I can break it down. And I'm just ready. The shake ass energy is so strong within my soul. And I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. I just I just am. Also, you know, sometimes when you're a wedding guest, it's like you just really I feel like I have to be prepared to not go off the rails because with a when you're a bridesmaid, there's like moments where you're not allowed to drink. But when a guest like all bets are off. So I'm like, do I just get hammered? I'm not sure. I also you guys, I snuck my my ass into the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner. Like, look at me thinking I'm this fucking important. I mean, I didn't sneak my way in. I was invited, but I'm so excited. Basically, uh, I was on the phone with Jenna or Jenna was at my house and we called her sister Gabby and I I made her bobo K, which I'm really proud of. You guys, I just keep getting better with these bobo Ks. I am considering launching an Etsy page. And, you know, I'd like to tell you guys what I'm thinking about doing because it holds me accountable. But I'm thinking about doing an Etsy page for bobo Ks where you can either like mail me your bows and I'll put it together. Or like a lot of times, I don't think I've ever made a bobo K that was like, ha- like straight up just bows from like, the bridal shower. If you if you're not familiar, that's normally what happens is you gather the bows from the shower from the gifts. But so many people do, you know, registry obviously, but it like or they like comes in a gift bag or it's just sent to the house. So there's not a lot of bows. So I have you know my places where I go and creep and find bows, and I try to make them match the colors of the wedding. So I just keep getting better. So anyways, you could also buy a bow bouquet where like I give you the bows, and then I was also thinking I could put like the little games and the checklist and all those things that I make. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to get too ambitious, but also that is kind of how I live my life. You know, I it's uh, it's ambition or nothing. So anyways, I was telling her that and she's like, you're not just going to come to the rehearsal. I'm like, I'm not at your wedding. I'm just going to show up to your rehearsal. It does sound on brand, but like I won't. And I was like, if you want me there, I'll come like I'll come give my opinions if you want them. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, OK, fun. And then later on in the week, she called and she was like, oh, you know, Sadly, someone can't make it to the rehearsal. Would you want to come? And I'm like, hell yeah, girl. And she's like, it's cocktail attire. And I was like, how do I not own these outfits? Like, how do I not? I just I genuinely don't understand. Like, even for the bachelorette party, I was like, oh, I need a going out outfit because we're going to go out. I can't. I don't have. What? How? I it's this is not my first fucking rodeo doing any of this shit. How am I so ill prepared to do anything? Like I was literally looking at my closet like what? And I'll give myself like I think we should all get the 2020 break. Right. But also I like my weight has been so different that so much stuff like doesn't fit. And I think my style and I've said this here on the podcast, it really became like hot stepmom, but hot stepmom going to sporting events like hot stepmom going wine tasting with the other stepmoms like it was not hot stepmom stripper you know what I mean so I'm not prepared in that sense and it also wasn't classy hot stepmom where I would have gowns or cocktail dresses like what the fuck is wrong with me like it's not a wild ass by the way I want to make this very clear I'm just complaining about myself like I don't think having a dress code in any way is a wild ask I just can't believe I don't have it. So anyways, I posted a TikTok with some outfit options. Um, You can check it out. I might panic order from Amazon. I don't know. That's not exactly in the budget, but also like if you're not going to spend your money on a wedding, then 
what else are you going to spend your money on? You know what I mean? And I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. And I'm really excited about it. I, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if that made me go a little bit more red, but I'm not sure. We'll see what I really trust my girl. So I'm just kind of let, let her tell me what she thinks is up. But anyways, I yeah, I'm so excited. I am so glad that love exists. Listen, I know I'm so annoying. I fucking love weddings. Like nothing gets you more hyped. Obviously, I made a whole fucking podcast about it. And I'm still managing to talk about it on this podcast. Like there's no there's no breakage for me. Like I just love this shit so much. And I'm so excited to go to an event that's literally all about love. And I'm celebrating two people that I could not care more about. Like, you know what I mean? Like these are my people. I love them so much. This is my second family. And I'm so excited to go and once again, shake some ass. Like that's that's my personal wedding theme. I hope for them it's something classier. But for me, it's shake my ass. So I'm my poor dad listening to this episode. Like, what am I going to do? Maybe he'll DD me again and we can have another wild ride of me hiding in the kitchen, you know, like at Kenzie's wedding. But no, we're not doing that again. Uh, You can hear all about that on the episode. I now pronounce you an episode. Okay, so also I have a little update. Speaking of my dad, he told me where I can find the Sunny D. uh, I think they're vodka soda. I don't I guess I should have asked him. I don't think it's a seltzer or they're calling it a seltzer, but I think it's kind of like Sunny D and vodka combined. Or I just made that up in my head because that's what I used to drink. So anyways, he told me where I can find them. And he told me what city you can find them in. He hasn't quite told me the exact location, but I'm ready. I I called up Bessie, the podcast, uh, my cousin Danielle, because we've been chatting about this. And I was like, I know the location like at beep, beep. I know the location. Like it's time. We're getting some fucking Sunny D seltzers. I cannot freaking wait to try these like the TikToks, the podcast reviews, the whole thing. It's all going down. Will it take me right back to college? Will I be Smashly once again, like in her original form, in her college form, which was holding hands like I, you know, college drunk Smashly, just a good time. She just wanted to play games. She's not much like unlike myself. I just wanted to sniff out the hot goss. Who was making out with who? Who did I want to hold hands with and marry? Because that was my whole thing. Like I wanted to marry people when I was drunk. And you know what? Not much has changed. And (laughs) I just had the best time, like full feral energy. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I don't think it will be as good as it was with the Raspberry Smirnoff, though. Like, I don't know why they didn't call me so I could explain. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so it was Coachella weekend, everybody. And do you guys remember when I almost went to Coachella? I was thinking about like what I would have been like. I think I would have genuinely had fun. But I am like seeing videos of people who look so fucking beautiful and glamorous. And I remember my first year going to Bottle Rock, like trying like that. Like I remember having these really cute outfits. And then I was like, this is just not sustainable. So I would say the top of me always looked cute, but the bottom of me was my Nikes. It did not matter what I was wearing. I have the same thought process when it comes to Disneyland. Like the outfit will be fire. The shoes will be Nikes. I and honestly, I apologize to Nike. Just do it. I believe in you. However, my shoes will be all birds. My shoes will be all birds now. I am an all birds girl for life. I can't wait till I make money again because my shoes are starting to like they're not like falling apart per se, but I do think it might be time to spruce them up. I currently own 
I'm looking at my shoes right now. One, two, three, four. And I think there's another pair in the closet. I think five pairs of all birds. And listen, I talk all the time about the importance of feeling like you took something from your past relationships. You know what I mean? It's it's very important to feel like, you know, I dated this person and, you know, I learned so much about myself and I took things out of it. With Jimmy, it was a love for uh, Allbird shoes and a lot of fast food items that I didn't know existed. I'm kidding. Obviously, I took more than that, but those are the main takeaways. And the blankets were nice. Like... That was a mess. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I, I'm now getting to the point, you know, I finished Formula One. So I'm like, what's your girl's next obsession? New girl got moved to Hulu and I got logged out of the Hulu account. And I keep forgetting to ask Jenna for the password. Jenna, if you're listening, I might need your logins again because I got logged out. But uh, and the one that was in our text chain is not working. So I don't know if she kicked me out and this is how I find out. But this is the second time I've accused her of kicking me out. And both times she tells me that's not what happened. So I'm sure it's not. Uh, so anyways, I wasn't sure what to watch next. And I remember now that I'm saying this, that there was that Julie gave me another sports recommendation. And so I'm going to have to text her to figure out what that is. But I started watching um, Bill Russell Legend. And listen, I love watching these documentaries also about people that like I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, especially basketball. Basketball is like, as we all know, it's not actually sports. So like learning more about it has been really fun. And I also liked it because Steph Curry was on there. And I was like, I know who that is. Go Dubs. So although the other day, we'll say I got in a little bit of trouble at the family barbecue because I said maybe it would be fun if the Sacramento Kings won. That was not met with happiness. It's just that sometimes I get bored when the same team wins all the time. But like go dubs, Steph Curry, baskets. Okay. anyways, so I was watching uh, Bill Russell Legend. I haven't finished it. I'm going to finish it right after this episode. But can you believe that he was a player coach in the NBA, like a player coach, like he was playing and coaching in the NBA freaking A. Okay, because I have to share, like, listen, selfishly, I have to share my own stories because this is also my podcast. I would say I would make the argument. It wasn't official, but I would make the argument that I was kind of the player coach of our lacrosse team often, but definitely my senior year and my junior year. We hired this guy to do it and he was he was good. Like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but there was a lot of me helping and running practices. And then the year before our other coach didn't always make it. So like I was running a lot of practices. And if I could tell you something that was probably one of the worst decisions of my life, it was that one. The turmoil that that put me in, the spirals, the mental instability and all of that shit that came from being a player coach was so horrible. I felt like as someone whose biggest fear is people hating them, It is sure weird to put yourself in a position like people unite because they don't like their coach. Like they love their coach, but they don't like them. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want to be the person who's making you guys run. Also, I hated running. So it's like I don't really you know what's a bitch to do. Like I said, we had a coach. I'm not trying to shit on him. But, you know, I, I can remember how much just pain this caused for me. And I was playing college club lacrosse. Okay, college club. This guy was in the NB freaking A and he played for the Celtics 
and they like won every year. And then he has to go coach and play on the team that was winning the whole time while everybody's like waiting for the dynasty to end. The pressure, the pressure. Meanwhile, you know, he's also being like a civil rights activist and facing like major bullying and shit. So like, I just can't even imagine it. It, it genuinely floors me. And I was so impressed watching this documentary. And it's I, I love this. I love learning about people. I also watched the um, Schumacher documentary. So he was a really famous Formula One racer. So obviously I did that. Here is my confusion, though. And this is the one thing I don't like about these documentaries is I don't necessarily think that they're made for me. I think they're made for people who actually know what happened already and are like reminiscing, except for this one. I would say that like this Bill Russell one does a really good job of kind of explaining. But there's so many where I'm like, but I don't understand like the the Michael Jordan one. Like I had to, you know, Google a lot of stuff and I was really confused. So in the Schumacher one. Apparently, he's in some sort of like, I I still don't know, even Googling, I couldn't really figure it out. He got like in a really bad ski accident and hit his head. He was in a coma for a bit, but he's like out of the coma, but he's still at home. And I think they're like rehabilitating him and they're doing it in private and all this stuff. But like, it was just really confusing because nobody would say that. And the whole time I just thought he was dead. And then the wife kept being like, he's still with us. And I thought she would just meant like in spirit. You know what I mean? And it was just a little confusing. And then I read all these articles and I couldn't really like get an answer. And I totally respect the privacy, but it's also just like, like they literally just alluded to the accident. Like they still weren't, they're like something bad happened this year and they just kept showing snow. And I was like, what? So apparently got a ski accident. And so I, I do think sometimes with these sports documentaries, it's like they assume that you already know because like these people are really famous, but it's like, but I don't know. And I would appreciate like, can there be another episode like a pre episode that's just explaining all the shit that like this, this documentary for dummies. So that way you can kind of fill me in because like, I don't I don't know. I really enjoy watching sports. OK, I've said this once. I'll say it 100 times. I really enjoy watching sports. That doesn't necessarily mean that I know who these players are and what their hot goss is, which I should And I feel a little disrespectful saying hot goss after this guy was like in a coma. That's not what I mean. I just mean like I don't know everything. So if you could like just explain, is it going to be like watching sports where I need to have like a a professional with me to explain what's going on? I think I, I got down most of the rules now, but like of the sports that I watch at least. But I do, you know, I do. I would appreciate a dummies documentary. It would be nice. Hi friends, you know I love answering your questions and Ask Ashley has been a favorite of the I'm Sorry What podcast and now you can do it for both podcasts. Ask me questions for I'm Sorry What or I'm Sorry What Weddings. Same link, super easy. You can find it on my Instagram or on my TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Click that link in the bio and give me your questions. I can't wait to hear and answer them all. Love you, bye. Okay, let's get into a little Ask Ashley. I'm getting all sorts of fun Ask Ashley messages. So please don't forget to submit your questions. You can do it on my Instagram or or TikTok by following the link in the bio at Ashley Sleek with two E's. And now you can ask both wedding and, you know, general life questions and they'll be asked on either podcast, which is super fun. We love that for her. Okay, so I got this question. Um, It said, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Do you have any advice for a first timer? And what's fun about this now is that I have like 
two podcasts. I mean, it's one podcast, but it's two. So I feel like I can weigh in, you know? So I would say on a technical side, starting with technicals, I would suggest starting by using Captivate. So Captivate is what I use on my podcast. Um, and it's what I upload to that sends it to every other platform. And it's so easy because before I was having to upload, I would upload it to SoundCloud and then I would like link it to iTunes, link it to Spotify. And I'm here now I got to be on Google Play, on Amazon. So I, I really enjoy that and also track. So when I got my podcast audited, what they told me was that downloads were the most important. So I was able to actually like sneak into my uh, Apple account to see how many listens I have. It's significantly more than the amount of downloads I have, which was so cool to see. By the way, thank you guys so much for listening. Like the numbers were insane. I was like super not expecting that. And but anyway, so this tracks downloads, not listens. So, you know, if you're listening and you want to hit that download button, I'd appreciate it. But anyways, so Captivate kind of locks all that in for you. There's a bunch of tools you can use. So I'd really recommend that. I'd also say, and I know this is uh, a little bit hypocritical coming from me, but I would edit your podcast in the beginning. I think now I'm at a point where I kind of know, you know, like what I'm saying. And sometimes I don't, but it's good enough to keep around. But I also professionally spoke for years in radio. So, you know, I... Of course, I still do cliches. I say like all the time, but I've just adapted that as a personality trait. I do say, um, I have a couple catchphrases and, you know, those are things that normally you would edit out. But the reason I would say to edit it is because you can really hear and you can notice some things that you're constantly editing out and then, you know, kind of start to form habits of not doing them as much. Uh, I would also say it's important to listen back to yourself, which is not something that I used to do. And it's something I've actually kind of fallen out of right now, but I think it's because I'm having such bad imposter syndrome. Like my imposter syndrome is at like a 12 right now. And I have some interviews this week, so I need to get my fucking shit together. But I haven't been able to really listen back to the episode because I'm like, I get embarrassed. But when I was listening back consistently, I felt like the episodes were better and better and better. And I was like enjoying them myself. Like it was a fun time for all. Also, that's where I would listen back and I would pause and and look at what I thought should be clips on the podcast. I think it's also important to have a great social media, TikTok and Instagram. I'm not a personal Facebook or Twitter user, but like those two. Uh, also, I would say set yourself goals. And I would do one month, six months, a year, and I would just do like two per, if not one. Like, I think when I started the podcast, when I when I was trying to start, I'm sorry, what? I had all these things. I'm like, okay, I want to I want to have an Etsy page first. I want to have an Amazon storefront first, which apparently which getting an Amazon storefront is not as easy as it looks, by the way. But anyways, like I was like, I want to have these things done and locked in. And it was just pushing back and pushing back and pushing back. And I was like, I want to have my five guests booked. And I'm like, you know, I can start it without having the guests and I can just do an episode that's me. And like in between, if I don't have a guest, like I am confident enough in my podcast abilities that I can do it myself. Like I do this whole podcast myself, you know, so it it's not its success is not based on the guests. So, you know, there were all these reasons. And this get, this gets to my main point is like, just do it. There are a million reasons you can talk yourself out of doing something. I said that when I talked about doing I'm sorry, what weddings like I did it with this podcast, even starting my first podcast in general, like. I thought once I left radio, I'm like, I should just start podcasting. And I didn't. And, you know, I did the one with my sister first. And then, you know, I was like, but I really I feel like I need this outlet. And I didn't. Obviously, this is this has been one of the best things that I've ever done. Um, So it's really easy to 
get imposter syndrome and stop yourself from doing something that's going to make you happy. But it's not worth it. Like, don't don't put yourself down for this. Like you have if you have a good idea, just do it and see what happens. And I would put your success measurements and your goals like realistic for yourself. You know what I mean? Like for me, one of my goals last year was to focus on consistency, like getting an episode out a week. And I think I only missed like a couple weeks on that one. And, you know, this year my goal is growth. And that is, you know, my champagne goals. It's averaging 100 downloads a week, which right now we're at 99. So we're super close. And then hitting 10,000 downloads, which I think I'm at 9,600. So we're super close to those goals, you know, but it originally when I got on Captivate and I could see, start seeing stats, it was like, okay, hit, you know, 70 downloads, things like that. So just just make them achievable so it doesn't feel like crazy. Like there are people who start podcasts and they're automatically super successful and that's so cool. But I wouldn't just assume that that's going to happen, you know, as somebody who always thought she was just going to be famous, like that's not really how it works. So you kind of have to work at it and just make sure that you're still loving doing it because, you know, it's it's a great time. And I mean, like every job, of course, there are things that you aren't going to love about it. But if it's something that you're doing, you know, really on the side until it can become something big for you, like just just make sure you're putting out things that you feel good about. And there's times that I skip weeks because I just genuinely don't think I'm going to put out a good episode, you know, and, uh, you know, don't let that mindset always take over. But I think it's really important to just do it because you love it and be authentic and be yourself and people will love you, you know. Uh, so speaking of being in love, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's talk about dating. I, uh, so I finally had my Napa date with the Otter. So we've been talking about doing this for a while. And then obviously we we're kind of on opposite schedules, but then I got laid off. So with fun employed, let's go to Napa. We were waiting for the weather. So anyways, I finally went to the castle in Napa. So like, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the winery because it will probably be offensive. But we went and we did the wine tasting with the cheese board. And I was thrilled. Well, first of all, let me start here. I love I fucking love road trips. I got to be a passenger princess and I picked us up sandwiches. So I was like living my best life because I got to have a sandwich. I was, you know, obviously with this cute guy that I like and we were driving to Napa, one of my favorite places, like right when we get in and you just start seeing wineries like, oh, it just makes me so happy. I love Napa. Do I think the wine in Sonoma County is better? Of course. Like I would have been just as happy to be in Sonoma County, but there's something about Napa too. It's just like the vibes, you know? So I went to the castle. I didn't think about the fact that we'd be walking around the castle. I mean, I looked hot. The outfit that I was wearing in my picture on Wednesday is what I was wearing, okay? And there are heels on. And I did not think about the fact that we were probably were walk through the castle. So we were walking up these stone steps, but it was so gorgeous. It was so beautiful. Like this is one of my favorite memories right now. Like I just had the best time. And then, so we got up to the top of the castle and this family was trying to take a picture. They were like setting up a timer and all this stuff. And I'm like, do you want me to take the picture for you? I am one of those people who's always going to offer because I... I love photo memories. I know some people are like, get off your phone when you make memories. It's like, shut the fuck up. I want the pictures, okay? I want, I love to look back. I'm one of those psychos that like, I stalk my own Instagram. I love to look back at pictures of things that I did. I love to just go through my camera roll and have a good laugh every once in a while. So like, I'm a, I'm a picture bitch. So I get this whole concept. So anyways, I asked them and then it was like this family and they had these two cute dogs so fucking cute. I am so mad at myself because I should have written it down and asked the otter what 
his what what the name of the dog was because it was so cute. I keep wanting to call it Cashew, but I know that's not what it is. And so I will definitely write like it might come to me while I'm talking about it, but it was the cutest fucking dog name and I will have to ask him when he comes over and then I will tell you on the next episode I promise or I hope I remember so anyways this dog was so cute and then I they were like oh can we take a picture for you guys and I was like oh my god you're so sweet like of course and then I was like I mean can we borrow your dog too you know and this guy literally hands me his dog to take a picture with and this picture I this is the happiest I think I've ever looked in my life. Like, I know I've talked about this before, how I get ugly smiles at like big, exciting moments for myself. And so I'm afraid for my wedding because my graduation pictures are ugly both times, high school and college. Like sometimes I, I, I just smile too big and I most definitely have that smile on, but it's almost like endearing and the otter is smiling just as hard and I love it so much. And it's so fucking cute. It makes me so happy. And we truly had like the best time. And then we uh, went to Rombauer because, listen, the girlies love Rombauer. I love the vibes. I was like, we can just get a glass set outside. So I got a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. And this is one of my favorite things. Okay, so my dad works in the alcohol industry. Okay, so my mom, listen, I'm calling her out. And like I said before, it's because I know she doesn't listen to the podcast, but we do make fun of her for this all the time. But she's the first person to be like, you know, my husband's in the industry, which used to drive me crazy when we'd be at Marriott as well, because I was a member And I was like, no, I'm the big deal here, although the discount is better for, you know, industry, but whatever. Like, she's never afraid to drop the industry card, okay? And you got to respect that for her. I respect the hustle. It's just, it's one of these things that we've always laughed at. If you don't make fun of your mom, you're lying. Like, I don't believe you. And so, sorry, moms out there. It's it's coming for you. But anyways, so we always laugh at this. And I was telling the otter about it. And then, you know, we go to get our first glass up there and... He he kind of mentions that he was, you know, in the bar restaurant industry and they didn't really care. And it, it wasn't like out, outward like it just it, he brought it up very naturally. And I didn't even think he was like trying to get a discount, you know. So then I go back up and because I'm like, do another glass. He's like, no. And I'm like, OK, well, I do like I'm not fucking Ron Bauer. And listen, I know it's the same Sauvignon Blanc that you get in the store, but it's just like it hits different. OK, so I go up to get another glass and uh, I know it's a passenger princess. So you're like allowed to drink. So anyways, like there was a new girl at behind the bar and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love your vest because they are super cute. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's perfect. And then she's like the gr- perfect weather day. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know. So I start telling her our whole story. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, um, my my date. I don't even remember what I called him. Probably my date. And I was like the otter like they would know us. Uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, my date. And I have been like trying to figure out when to come up here like we are on opposite schedules because he works as a bar restaurant manager. And then I unfortunately got laid off. And so now we kind of have time, but it's been so cloudy. So like this was just the perfect day. And I've been so excited about this trip. Blah, blah, blah. And I thought like, I don't know, maybe me. I like to slip in that I got laid off anywhere I go in case someone's going to hook it up. You know what I mean? I, what I did not consider was the fact that she was going to be like, oh, he works in the industry. Like, did you guys pay for your first two glasses? And I was like, oh, yeah, we did. And she's like, oh, like, let me get your next two. She's like, what would he like? And he already said he didn't want to drink another. So I just got two glasses of Sauvignon Blanc. And I was like, he can drink one if he wants or I could, you know, finish it, which is what happened. And I was like, oh, my God, like, what a sweet deal. We got two free glasses of wine. And then I realized that I am becoming my mother. Like I it it totally happened to me. I'm like the thing that we make fun of my mom for the most is what I just did. And I couldn't. 
I couldn't believe it. It was a humbling experience. But you know what? I love my mom and she's hot. So whatever. It was just so freaking funny. I was like, I cannot believe I just did that. So then, you know, we sit down. So then we go back to my apartment and we're so exhausted from like such a fun day. So we just decided to DoorDash. And then, you know, we had spent the whole day together. The last time we spent the whole day together, I was able to like not get sick till the end of the day. But, you know, with the wine and cheese and the sandwiches, I had to shit. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I had to shit. And I was like, well, this guy has already plunged my toilet with my poop in it. Right. Like, why am I ashamed to poop in front of him? It's just that, like, when I was picking out this apartment, obviously, we all know I wasn't fucking thinking. This is a very cute apartment. And I love it. OK. However, we all know there's some logistical things that I wasn't thinking about because I was just so excited to move because I was in love how close the bathroom is to like both the bedroom and the living room. It's like it is not a pooper stream. It's a pooper stream in the fact that like the bathroom's close distance, but it's not a pooper stream in the fact that like if someone else is in the room, they're going to hear you. You know what I mean? So I was like, and the thing about me having Crohn's disease and pooping, everybody's different. Okay. Some people like almost shit their pants, which sucks. I have been there. haven't quite shit my pants, but I get it. But for me, it's actually a long journey. Like when I go into the bathroom during a Crohn's moment, like I'm I'm moved in like I'm in it for life. I'm bringing I'm bringing my phone. I'm bringing some snacks. I'm bringing a glass of wine like I I'm retired to there for a while. And so, you know, I I usually obviously he stayed over a couple times, but I've been able to wait till he's asleep. And luckily, my fan's really loud. So if I have those awful toilet bull farts, which are just the biggest betrayer in the whole fucking world. Like I could go on a whole tangent about how disrespectful I think the toilet bowl fart is because it's like you're obviously trying to be quiet and it just like echoes. It's the it's like it's literally louder than the horns that announce the queen. Like I will never understand this. But anyways, I I just had to, you know, I, it's just time for me to come clean. I'll feel more comfortable. And I was like, OK, well, like I was like, we spent the whole day together. And he's like, we have spent the whole day together. Like, are you sick of me? And I was like, no, no, um, we spent the whole day together and you're going to stay here. And um, he's like, do you need a poop? And I was like, I, I do need to poop. And he's like, OK, go poop. I'm like, can you please put something loud on the TV? Like, please. And he's like, seriously? I'm like, please. And it took him so long to do this. I was like, I just I gave you one fucking request. Like, I don't care if you have to blast like Ariana Grande, like do something like I just I need it. I like turn on the sink, you know, but it's not enough. And I know I'm wasting water. And like, I know. I know environmentalists, I know this is a bad thing, but it's like, what are you supposed to do? Tell me the eco-friendly way to take a quiet shit, okay? You can't because it doesn't fucking exist. You have to turn on the sink. Let me have this moment. I recycle, okay? Sometimes. So anyways, I uh, finally puts on James Bond, which was like loud, and I just had to sit in there. And then I got out and I was like, okay, like, do we cuddle? Like, does he not want anything to do with me because I just pooped? And I just I didn't even do a full like I had to cut it off because I was like, this is just too embarrassing. I just can't. So anyways, then he stayed the night. I think that I think I'm free to poop now. And I know like people um, that I talk to, so many of my girlfriends are like, I have been with my partner for so long and like we don't talk about poop and anything. I literally asked the otter his poop schedule today. Like he was like, oh, I just it slipped out of him. Not a poop something about his pooping schedule. And I was like, that is not enough pooping. Like, can we talk more about like how many times did you poop today? Like I was very into it. And listen, I wish to God that I could be one of those dainty bitches who doesn't poop, quote unquote. 
And I respect all of you all for being able to hide it from your partners. I can't. I wasn't made that way. Unfortunately, someone was like, you know, be fun. Let's give this bitch Crohn's disease and see what happens. I bet you she'll become funny from her trauma. Facts. That's what's happened. A lot of my jokes in my life center around pooping and I am who I am. And I just don't know how you guys are able to hold it, but I, I don't have that blessing. If I lived in one of those complexes where like there was a bathroom in the lobby, like I would be blowing that shit up every time he was here. I'd be like, oh, sorry, I got to take a call. You know, like the first time. I don't know if I told the story in the podcast before, but I remember the first time I went out with Jimmy, we were, it, by the way, timeline wise, it did not take long to poop in front of Jimmy because I'm pretty sure he probably did that on our first date. But anyways, I remember that I called my sister because um, him and I had stayed in San Francisco. And I remember calling my sister from the bathroom and I was like, oh, my sister's calling. And I was like, I have to shit. I need you to stay on the phone with me. So like, you know, I could walk out and still be on the phone with you. And it's not weird. And listen, that is what sisters and friends are for. OK, if you're not going to be there to be my poop complice, like I I don't want it. Like that's those are the requirements to being my friend. Like if you are not going to lie about me shitting with me, like I don't I don't want it. So anyways, yeah, that was uh, that was my first time doing that. And this time there's no hiding like. I couldn't go to the restaurant like I get excited if we're going to be out all day that I'm thrilled if we go to like a restaurant so I can like go shit in their bathroom and hope it doesn't take too long or there's just the natural oh that line was so long like I don't know sometimes the line is long so I don't want to expose myself but most of the time if I'm telling you the line's long I probably took a shit like it is what it is I don't I, I can't own up to it all the time it gets exhausting <laughs> so anyways date was perfect Napa was everything I could have dreamed of I had genuinely the best time. I've been having the best time. I'm super happy, which is really fucking exciting. So um, hopefully more good stories and excitement from the otter to come. Uh, also, my final I'm sorry what moment is this. And I, I might have done this one already. But like, listen, after three years, sometimes we got to come. We got to come back to some revisit a few. But I was reminded of this recently because I was thinking about how I feel I've been feeling really guilty because I'm really bad at texting right now. Like literally there's texts sitting there from the day I got laid off and I just can't like I haven't been able to deep dive in them. And I'm I'm so sorry about that. It's it's my it's my worst flaw. But I was like, you know, there's people that I feel like I should be hanging out with and I and I'm not and I feel really guilty. And then, you know, I was talking to someone and, and they were like, yeah, but like, you know, they could they could call you, too. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, a lot of people just say to me, you know, oh, well, we know you're busy. So like, you know, and they were like, you know, that sounds like a form of gaslighting. And I was like, tell me more about your thoughts. Like, that is such a good point that I never thought about. I was like, I have been gaslit with this shit like my whole life. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. It is like suddenly you are being like you're saying, like, let's hang out more. And then like suddenly the blame is on you. And I fucking hate that excuse. I don't think it's fair. Everybody is busy. I'm not saying that if you're not texting me to hang out, like I'm mad at you because trust me, I'm not because I'm also not texting you. But what I'm saying is that when people justify not hanging out with me by saying like, well, you're just busy. No, it's OK. Just say that you were busy and you didn't think to invite me somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, it's OK. Like, I'm not pissed. And I, I know this happens to other people. It's like, oh, well, they're just so busy with their lives. You know, it's like everybody's busy with their life. 
everybody's busy with their life. You got kids, you got work, you got dating, you got a husband, you got a wife, you've got a mistress, hopefully not. But like, I don't know, I'm in the scan of all world. Like, I don't know what's happening in people's lives. But like the idea that it's only one person's fault is wild, you know? And like, why is it my fault that I'm busy? And I don't even know if I'm more busy than anybody else. I think I'm just like more vocal about it. You know what I mean? And I, I, it hasn't happened to me in a really long time. So it doesn't really fire me up as much. Like I said, like it just, it, it's something I've heard in the past. I think I bitch about enough where people don't say it to me anymore or we're on like a better understanding schedule or whatever. But if this is being said to you, I feel like you need to be honest and say like, hey, I don't think that's fair. Like I wish I would have had the my quote unquote like backbone or confidence or knowledge I guess I think it's more knowledge that I do now about like people pleasing and stuff like that because I would just take on so much shit and it's like I'm sorry what like I'm sorry that your life's boring so now like it's my fault that we can't hang out like it does seem like kind of the worst excuse in the book and like as I'm saying out loud I'm like I think people just didn't want to hang out with me like that makes it do, it doesn't make sense because I'm so fucking fun but it does make the most sense for such a shitty excuse you know what I mean like I I will tell everybody straight up I am not ignoring anybody because I don't want to talk to them like personally like on a personal level like I'm not ignoring you because I want to talk to you I love you there's not a single person in my phone that I'm like I fucking hate them I don't want to text them back I'm telling you right now that I just suck and it's not because I'm busier than anybody else. It's not because my life's harder than anybody else. It's just because this right now is how I'm coping and it's not well, but that's not your fault and I should be a better friend and I'm working on it. You know what I mean? So for the flip side, for like somebody who can like own their shit like that and is trying to improve, it would be weird. It's weird to me to hear somebody else be like, yeah, but you're, but you're busy. Hmm. Are we both just busy and we just need to find time for each other? Like what? You know? So anywho, I'm sorry what? I don't want to hear that. Don't gaslight me. Like I said, it hasn't happened recently. So this isn't someone, this isn't me like bitching at somebody through the podcast. That's contrary to popular belief, or I don't even think it's popular belief. I think it's people who are narcissists and think that I'm talking about them all the time. Like that's not what I do here on the podcast. But also if you think that I'm talking about you, maybe you shouldn't be doing that thing. You know what I mean? I've said that both on the podcast before and I'll say it again. Anyways, I'm sorry, what? Don't let people fucking gaslight you, okay? Like, everybody's busy and it's okay. There doesn't have to be an excuse. Sometimes you guys, ha- you haven't hung out with a friend because you needed a break from them. And, like, that's okay, too. But, like, you can just say that. We don't have to, like, put it on them. Like, it's okay. I think that's my whole thing now is, like, I'm learning that it's okay to be the quote-unquote bad guy. Like, it's okay for me to be wrong. I used to always, like just over justify and I'm still working on that trust me the otter's like rolling his eyes if he was listening he's like you fucking do this shit all the time but um you know I get trapped in this like feeling like I have to justify everything and it's like it's okay that I just like made a mistake and all I can do now is be better you know like all I can do is own up to it hope that there's room for forgiveness and just try to be better and that's how I'm trying to live my life the Ted Lasso be a goldfish like the goldfish has the smallest memory so like try not just learn from it and move on I don't know this isn't I wasn't planning on this being like preachy but 
it's also the, this podcast. Like, I don't know what to say. But anyways, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for giving I'm Sorry What Weddings a try. If you haven't yet, please listen to the episode. I'd love to know what you think. My DMs are wide open. They're, they're, her legs are spread in the DMs. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you can uh, follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. And I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You guys are just the literal best. Okay, bye.